0: This is Self Life Love with Dr. K, part two of Sister Biz Saviors. Um, I wanted to continue, even though there was a disruption. But you know what? Like I stated before, when there is something hindering your movement, your action you pursuing your purpose, you align yourself, you lean into it, you go around it, and you keep going. And that is exactly what I'm going to do. Instead of being all dismantled and dismayed about a tech issue that can be erased or minimized or diminished or whatever, I'm going to create a part two and a part three. So now, what that little tech issue did was birth a trilogy, (laughs) about my experience this weekend. So hey, take that. So let's keep going here. The last point was about making it and said that I made it, you made it to finding your purpose, right? And we were talking about the yes, I can, the yes, I will, but getting to the yes, I am. And I want to stay on the point of this, the yes, I will. The yes, I can, you know, the yes, I can, yes, I will, yes, I am in order because it's so important about the process and we need to know and understand the process of purpose. It's a process. It's not something overnight. It's not something you can copy and really sustain. I mean, you know, when you copy something or someone, if it's not truly you and it's not your authentic Self, your genuine self, your vulnerable and humble self, it will not work. It will not sustain the test of time, challenge, or tribulation. It just won't. It will fail. It will fall. For some reason, you won't be able to execute because it's not in you. You have to do something that is in you, something that's a part of you, something that's been a part of who you are. It has to be you. It has to be you. And I've met people that tried to, you know, find out what I was doing, what I was up to, who am I? Let me take some of your notes. Let me take some of your skills. Let me take some of your ideas ideas and wipe your name clean from it and put my name on it. Um, Let me continue what you started without giving you the credit. Let me just you know, uh, ignore what I know that you said and act like you never said it so I can get the the credit and the glory and the, the value and the worth from it. What I learned from that is that, okay, you can take it like you took my name, Global Unity, but you can't take the heart out of it. You can't take the place of prosperity that it's been aligned with from day one. You can't take my purpose because what, you think you took such as a name or an idea what I've learned over time is that it'll come again because I'm creative Uh, that's a part of my skill my my asset that's my gift and my talent gifts stay with you now you can pitch them and throw them away but a gift from God is something that stays with you because he gave it to you. And you don't, you know, you take it wherever you go. He doesn't take it back. And so I'm not worried about ideas or copycat um templates or you know copycat anything because and I'm, I don't want to hold on to my good wisdom and my good insight and have the the crab mentality like I'm not going to get another idea or I'm telling you something that I may need for myself no we tell each other things we share and collaborate because we have to build empires we have to build legacy we are the descendants of black wall street we have to keep this thing going And we don't keep it by being crabs and and being silenced and silencing what we know and the gifts that God gave us and the gifts and the things that we have uh, been holding to give birth to. We we're bloated if we do that, you know, when God we're bloated and God can't use us, we are bloated because we are filling our cup up over and over again and we're not letting anything go. And so it just sits there for us because we're selfish and we're insecure because we don't believe in ourselves. We don't think that we are good enough to think of something else if it's been stolen or we think that, you know, someone has betrayed us and we're not good enough anyway. So let's just, you know, let's just bury this gift because it means nothing. It hasn't manifested. I don't really 100% believe in me. I don't believe 100% in it. It's not a part of me for real. Because I'm insecure. What we have to understand is that our gifts do not go away. They stay with us. They chase us down until we succumb to them. And we succumb to them when we believe in them. When we believe in them, they manifest. When you believe in something and you have faith in it, you manifest it. Okay? Faith. The things hoped for. And the substance of things not seen. It's the things that we hope for and the belief of the substance of things that we cannot see, but yet we know that they are there. We know that they are existent. We know that they dwell in our presence. They dwell around us. They surround us. They sleep with us. They live with us. They breathe in us. We breathe them in, we breathe them out. You can't take them away. And what we do is we share them. We share them among each other because knowledge is power. You know, actions speak louder than words, but we have to hear something first. But it's the action. It's the execution. It's the yes, I am that we want to get to. But first, it's a process. We have to say, yes, I can. Yes, I will. Yes, I am. So the yes, I will part is, is where we're at in the process right here and now right here and now where I'm speaking to you right here and now is a yes I will. So you commit, you dedicate yourself. You collaborate with an organization of like minded professionals like I did with Sister Biz. You connect with people that you can feel like you're a you're you can be yourself with. You feel like if you make a mistake or you don't know, you can say, you know what? I don't know. Or like I said yesterday, I'm not ready for this. I'm right here. I want to do something else. I can get back to this because I've been here before. I've been an entrepreneur before. So, you know, you have to honor the space of of where you are and not expect everyone to be in your space. Not expect everyone to really know who you are because they don't know who you are. They don't know where you've been. They haven't. They can't name your footprint step by step. Only God can do that. And only you can do that. There's two people in the world that can do that. And that's you. And that's God. Those are the only two people that know every little step you have taken to know who you you are, where you've been, who you are now, and where you're going. People won't know who you are unless you share little by little with them. But even then, that's not your entire story. You have little chapters like the vessels in the Bible. We have chapters of ourselves and as of our lives that we've been displaying. And it's a part of our existence. It's a part of our presence. But we've been displaying little bits of ourselves here and there. But it's not the ultimate self. We know that, which is why we have to be secure in that because we know where we've been. We know who we are and we know where we're going. That's where you have to get to is that place of knowing who and whose you are and where you're going. You know, this might be really deep for some, especially those where the belief system might be a little bit shaky but it still can be a word for you. Even though I talk about God, I, I talk about a higher being, that's the person that you see. That's the person that you've connected yourself to. If you're drawn to me, that's because I'm giving God the glory because I know it's Him. It's not me that's drawing you to me, it's Him. I know that because that's something I believe and that's something that I carry. Um, Whatever it is, you believe, you believe it. I'm not here to do that. I think, you know, there's a time and a place. um, And when God uses me, he uses me for that. But, you know, we're all in different seasons. We're all taking different steps. And I do respect and honor that. So I honor that moment. What I'm here to do is to give you the word that I have on this beautiful, glorious Sunday morning after I found my purpose, because now I'm in transformation. I've shifted. I've changed my element now. So now I can be the role of the transformational leader that I am, because I said, yes, I am. (laughs) I am her. (laughs) I said, yes, I am her. Finally, I am her. I said, yes, I can a long time ago at age 15. That was my yes, I can moment. Global unity was my yes, I can moment. I needed global unity to get me to the yes, I will to get me to the yes, I am. I needed I needed her. I needed that moment. And from that moment to here, I have been through (laughs) goodness a lot. Um, And there were a lot of times where I could have given up, but I never could. It was never in me to, to give up. What was in me and what has been a part of me this whole entire time was the fact that I didn't give up because that is my message. And that is why I can tell you, I'm giving you information, letting you know that whatever your circumstance is, don't give up because you can and you will and you are. Your story, your life is about challenge and tribulation. It's about bondage. It's about all of those things that we don't want to look at, that we don't want to examine, that we may stray away from, hide or silence. It's those very things that keep us in bondage and keep us stagnant into transforming into the yes I am element. The episode before was the yes I can. I reverted back to 15 And to a certain extent, I kind of was still there for a long time, many years, until I shifted to the yes, I can, you know, the yes, I am, or I'm sorry, the yes, I will. (laughs) There's a yes, I can remember. Yes, I can. Yes, I will. Yes, I am. There were many years that passed by a a lot of things that I, I went through. Because remember, it was today where I got to the yes, I am. And it's funny, I kind of was comfortable. I was getting a little comfortable with the yes, I will, because I was doing a lot of things. I mean, me working at universities and being a professor, getting my professorship, you know, having a savings account, like, you know, buying a home, having nice cars, you know. I was okay. Like, I didn't need anything further. I was like, hey, my needs are met. I feel good about myself. I'm doing what I want to do. I love teaching. I love teaching. But I also loved private practice, too. I loved global unity. I loved my clients coming into my pretty little office with Bruner. Shout out to Ayana Bruner, who is an entrepreneur as well. Um, That was my business bestie years ago when we had our first private practice and Global Unity was my private practice. I had clients everywhere. I was overflowing with clients. I was prosperous. Like I did pretty well. I was able to travel and, you know, I was I was living well. And when God said, this is too small, I'm, I'm using you for an hour, one person at a time. I can't do anything with this. I need to use you. I need to use you with masses of people. Your voice is too massive to speak for an hour because I was doing hourly therapy visits, you know, going to homes that I love doing. So big ups to maybe my clients who are revisiting me and reconnecting with me because they believed in me. Even back then, I haven't really changed. I've just grown um but i connected with a lot of my clients i've connected with a lot of people over the years and i remember them too so there's a time for the the yes i i will moments to manifest too because you need those moments i needed that private practice i needed to get over the fear of having my own office and and knowing how to sacrifice instead of having a nice apartment i chose kind of an average kind of a dumpy one but hey props up to that because I was able to pay rent on my apartment and pay rent on my office and I wasn't really making all that money to be paying two different types of rent back then. Um, alongside a car note. So you know how things are when you're not making a lot of money and you got to spend it out. Like you have to, you have to sacrifice sometimes. So I sacrifice the pretty condo or the pretty loft. I wanted to stay downtown in St. Louis in a nice loft, but instead I chose a, a cheap apartment in Central West End because I wanted my office. I chose my profession first because I knew that I needed my, my business. I need my office as long as I can meet my needs and have a a roof over my head I was fine and I did make it a home I had some really great parties I had a great neighbor Chris big up to him um and you know my friends would come over and we would have a great time um and that was my place of of reflection of getting to know who I was and 30 years may sound like a long time and it is I mean but when I think about the boxes that I've checked, it, it's perfect. Um, just the experiences of just bonding with different relationships and, you know, having children, being a wife, getting closer with my mother, being able to, to find my voice, being more assertive, not being broken, staying broken by pain or bondage that I never resolved being hindered. I feel like I have a voice now and I feel like I can accept criticism or rejection because I don't allow it to stay on me. You know, I shake it off and I can keep going, but I've always been one to be fearful of judgment and criticism, which stagnates me too. Um, But hey, wherever you have those places, those spaces where you're still a little uncomfortable with, like I'm still a little bit uncomfortable with showing myself, but goodness, this morning I am like different than I was yesterday because yesterday I hired Kalia, big up to her, um, who can do my, uh, my media and my branding because she can pretty much help me with that. And I know that no, there's a lot of things I don't want to say I don't want to be seen a lot, you know, and God told me years ago, my gosh, he sure did. He said, I'm you have to be transparent. And it scared me to death. That transparency is just, you have to be vulnerable. Because I know that being transparent. It's being authentic. It's being real. And you talk about the good, but you also got to talk about the bad. And that's something that a lot of people, a lot of us don't like to do. Um, but I'm okay with that. I'm okay with admitting my flaws and my imperfections. And I think God had to put me in a space where I could say, you know what? Yes, I did do that. Yes, that was not right. Um, uh, yes. (laughs) Say yes to that space too, girl, because you are not Perfect. None of us are. And that's where we have to remember and connect with those souls and those precious people that feel like they're not perfect. That's how we can connect with them and say, you know what? I'm not perfect either. Regardless of my letters behind my name, my numerous titles, all this education, all these connects, the relationships that I have, all the roles you see that you may want in your own life or you think you're deficient, you're not good enough to have. Just all of those negative feelings that hold us in, in captive like captivity, that hold us in bondage. All of those things that keep us stagnant. We have to break through. I know why the cage bird sings. Maya Angelou, I know why. I know the strength that we carry and the dance that we have. I saw Maya Angelou at the ASU Gamage and I paid over a hundred dollars for a ticket just to see her. I can't even really remember what she said, to be honest. I just wanted to be in her presence because she had the presence of God and I was thirsty. I was hungry for it at that time. I was finding myself at that time and it was a lonely place and I just needed her. I needed her insight. I needed her wisdom. I needed her words So just like I needed her words, I realized that some people need mine. Who would have thunk little old me? (laughs) Somebody would have needed my word and my insight and my wisdom. And yesterday I saw that because I was told that I saw a sea of beautiful black and Latino women. And I saw their faces. I saw their tears while I was speaking. And after I spoke, I saw their faces. I saw their eyes filled with tears. I saw their chains falling off. And when I was done, they were coming up after me. Like they were hugging me and they were saying thank you for those words. And I don't remember everything. I don't remember every word that I spoke Or every sentence that I completed. I can't remember the wisdom that I shared. Or the insight that I examined or explored. But I do remember the space I was in. And it was a safe pasture. Of lilies, tulips, bougainvilleas, gardenias, and roses. It was a safe space where I said, This business is a blessed business. It's a black street, a black wall street of beauty because we are the descendants of that because we're business women. I was reminded I have a degree in business. I have a leadership degree. I was reminded that I was an entrepreneur years ago with Global Unity. I was reminded that I was a dancer in the church and the executive director of the counseling ministry at my prior church. I was reminded that... I am. I am her. Little old me. Is the big me that God has always seen in me before I even saw it in myself. But that he told me at age 15 who I was. And he reminded me year after year, day after day, second after second, who I was until I finally got it. And the final light bulb came on and said, look. I am going to shine your light bright among many men and women, and they will not be able to deny it because God has covered you. Your light is covered. And so I want to just say to you all, your light is covered. We are covered. We have a strong covenant of not only beauty, but of talent, of gifts, of expertise, to where this global network is global a reason just like global unity was but global unity is self-life love now but it's all the same it's about changing and transforming the lives of others through wisdom insight knowledge expertise knowledge is power education is power collaboration is power getting over your own insecurities so you can collaborate and share And you don't feel like your last idea was your very last one. It will come again. Share who you are. Be okay with who you are. Connect with other people. Connect with your sisters. I'm so grateful for my sisters. And I am going to work with my sisters. A lot of them. I am going to be ambassadors for my sisters. A lot of them. We're both going to get contracts from each other. We're going to build this because we are the descendants of Black Wall Street. And we will sustain over time. We won't be burned or buried. We will outlast and outlive and outwit. (laughs) Just like Survivor, because we are Survivors. We are survivors of trauma, of racial trauma, of unfair and unequal treatment, of systemic inequalities, policies, finish lines that continue to be moved so we would never achieve them, ideas, creativity that has been taken from us. We never got the the credit for not being the, the standard of beauty, but being the opposite. I can go on and on, but none of that defines the black woman. It doesn't define who we are at all. We define who we are. And that's where you move into the yes I am element. So if you're not already there, I'll see you there. And you can find the Yes, I am element on my next episode, which is the love section. We're in life right now. This is the Yes, I will section and the self section, which was the prior episode, was the Yes, I can. But the trilogy of this is going to be the love episode. And the section of, yes, I am. So I'll see you there. Literally. This is Self-Life Love with Dr. K. Ta-da.